She's been having the funeral fantasies again. The ones where she swaps the candorel for ricin or novichok, or some other deathly poison that she dreams of buying on the dark web. She tells me, in hushed whispers, that a friend says there are hitmen available. It's never going to happen, of course. She's far too anxious to go poking around the murkier side of the internet. This will end up like all the others, in a messy divorce with an obscenely huge payout. Enough to cover the housekeeper, the nanny, the Botox, the fillers, the Prada. She'll get the house anyway. And that's when the rot really sets in. Soon it's daily trips to the hairdresser, to me, here in the nail salon, and slipping a vodka into the Evian to fill the gaping vacuum. I've seen it all a thousand times before. But Susie hasn't hit the divorce courts yet. She's still officially in the making a go of it stage, even though she loathes her husband, Simon, forties, blondish hair, works out, pretty handsome as far as city bankers go, who has been having pretty wild sex with a brunette twenty-something for the last year and a half. Susie doesn't know that, but I do. I know all about their lives, not just what they tell me. Day after day, I listen to their stories as I file, paint, polish. I'm their confessor. I know everything. Just the occasional sympathetic, oh, is enough to unleash another torrent. And today, Susie is on a real roll. It's just so unfair, she wails. This dinner party has been arranged for weeks. Now he's saying the firm needs him in Manchester overnight. Overnight! On a Saturday. So I'll have to host it on my own. I make a sad face. If only she'd seen what I have. Simon in the back of his car, the brunette astride him, pumping up and down, pink flesh pressing against the damp glass. Not to mention their twice-weekly trysts they used to have at his secret second home a secluded mock Georgian mansion, Riverdale, on the nearby private Crown estate. The estate where Susie longed to live, but Simon insisted they couldn't quite afford. Susie gazes down at her blue nails. He doesn't give a flying fuck about me. We both know the Manchester trip is a lie. But listening to her isn't enough. My clients keep coming back because they genuinely believe I'm their friend. Their closest friend, I've been called. I can't do without them. It's not just the money. I feed off their lives, their emotions. Their pain is my drug. Their joy, too. I soak it up, letting it run through my veins, feeling every betrayal, every divorce. Every new baby, every school exam, every failed university application, every elderly parent whose mind is being eaten away by dementia. They rarely ask much about me. I like that. And I do have a soft spot for a few of them. Especially Susie. Well, we'll have to make sure this is the most fabulous dinner party ever, honey. I say brightly. What's on the menu? Black cod.
She's not cooking it, of course. Some Nobu-trained chef is doing the catering. And there's a vegan. She spits the word out. Susie briefly embraced the whole clean-eating fad before the lure of a steak and garlic butter became too much. I mean, honestly, I'm putting up with all this from the girls too. They won't touch dairy, as if life isn't complicated enough.